I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It's really fucking on the outside of Thank you telling us that oh sorry <laughs> i didn't know we were good morning and welcome to a recap of day what was it day four yesterday uh day four but second round first day of know, sorry, still so yeah. confusing anyway uh welcome to the renee stubbs tennis podcast with my buddy andrea pekovic and we're ready to give it a good old review of yesterday's play another incredible bunch of matches oh my god uh and some huge upsets some Aha moments, I call them, when it comes to some 16-year-olds doing some damage on the WTA Tour. I mean, it's crazy how many... There was three 16-year-olds that were left in the draw at the Australian Open as of yesterday's. But anyway, let's start um, with Mira Andreva. Yeah. Just absolutely smoked on Shabur. I mean, I, what are your thoughts on that? I was so impressed because I made... After she had that run in Madrid and every she was on everyone's radar, so charming, so natural. We all remember the Andy Murray moment where yeah. she's like, he's so cute. Like, really, girl? I Andy? Think he, I think Andy's <laughs> he is. cute. I also like him. I also, but the way she said it, it was just... I mean, he's so, not I, your type. He doesn't have, like, scraggly hair or, like, he's a you know, I actually always, I always like I always liked him, but that was just such a charming moment. And so I made an effort to go out at the French Open in the qualies to uh, see her there. She qualified at the French Open. And I thought, man, this girl is really good, but she doesn't have that punch, you know, because she was so solid, such a great competitive mind, great back and really great serve. Like, yeah, Yeah, really nice. Maybe motion. Very, very nice motion. Yeah. Yeah. The second serve is really good as well. It's like has a lot of kick. Is fast. You can't really attack. And I was like, oh, she's really good. But she to play. And this is to be fair. It's not like I'm saying, oh, she can't. You know, she's not that good. She was 15. What I was saying <laughs> was like, I wonder she ain't if no she no Martina Hingis at 15. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not. But I just in my mind, I was like, oh, if she um, plays against a Sabalenka or a Rybakina or a Sviantek, I wonder if she can hang with them because yeah. she was just lacking that punch. And so yesterday, and mind you, this is a few months later. This is not like three years later. Yeah. She was hitting the living daylight yeah. out of the She's ball. She's got stronger. I was so thrown away. I was like, what is So thrown her- away or blown away? Blown away. <laughs> <laughs> it's early. My English is not good. And no, I was so blown away because an improvement of this category in such short amount of time from 15 to 16 
was absolutely mind-blowing and she still had the consistency she still had the amazing footwork she still had the great serve but now she can hit a winner yeah. now she can <coughs> she was dominating on Man, she was, she's so quick as well i mean she ran down incredible. that one drop shot that on's mm-hmm. hit that nobody would have gotten to well maybe a couple of players would have gotten to but she hauled ass up there and i was like damn this girl can move so she was just too good she was too creative she was you know anytime but but can I just say? Yeah, that's what I wanted. I know what you're going to happiness say. happiness. Yes, what is going is on? Is the minister of misery these days. And I don't know what's going on with her. I mean, we got a little bit of an insight into, you know, what happened at Wimbledon and why she didn't want, you know, why she wanted to win so badly and have a family and all that sort of stuff. And that's all, okay, we know now. But if you're going to continue to play, you have got to find joy in what you're doing. Mm. You've got to have passion for what you do. And I see Ons out there, and I don't know if it's just she's got the weight of the world on her shoulders. I don't know what's going on, but she looks fucking miserable yeah, on the tennis court. Really and it's sad. got to change. Yeah. I mean, if I was in her coaching box, honestly, I'd be like, if you don't show joy on the tennis court from the get-go, from the first point, I, I, I can't work with you anymore. Like, you've got to sometimes put that onus on the player because, you know, unfortunately, these coaches get paid by that player that is their livelihood. I get it all. But you got to be the person that says, I'm done if this doesn't change. Well, I will say not every player needs to have joy. Like, I, you wouldn't see joy on my face when I was playing. Or you wouldn't necessarily see joy no, on Serena's you know, no, face. You but know, you're 100% right. It's competitive. What I see on you and Serena is passion and competitiveness yeah. to not want to fucking lose. Yes. With on. And so... So someone like you is out there like you're grinding away and trying to hit winners everywhere. and It's like, oh, I see the passion of what you're trying to do. Mm. I don't see passion. I don't see anything from Ons. Well, and that's the I think that the problem with her are two things. One, it's not only that she looks um, in like a competitive manner tense like a lot of other players do like Djokovic, for example. She looks miserable. So that's a big difference. And the other thing is minister of misery. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right now. And the other thing is with Ons, she and Carlos Alcaraz, for me, are in the category. They need to have fun and they need to play the yes. game to play well. Like Not Roger. everyone is like this. Some people, some players need to work the game to play well. Yeah. But some players need to play the game to fail. And exactly Roger, um, Carlos Alcaraz, Ons Jabeur. And you saw, I don't know if you saw the interview with Sasha Zverev at the French Open when he beat um, actually, Francis Tiafo is the same one. Yeah. When he beat Francis Tiafo, he gave an interview in the in the German media, and they asked him like, "What was your game plan today?" And he was like, "Honestly, d- just to suck out the joy of life. I did not want him to have fun. I did not want him to engage with the crowd. I did not want him to have any glimpses of joy for the game and for the occasion and for being on center court." And I think. This is exactly how you can... That's why Carlos has problems with Novak, you know, these, and against Verev too, because these type of players, they need to feel the joy and they need to feel the crowd. And it, it's just this type of player that needs it. And Ans is so far away from that right now. Yeah. And I don't know why <clears throat> that is. Um, what did you think of her game specifically? Did you, do not, you think oh. it's just mentally or do you think there's also something lacking in her game? Well, right I now? think that I think the joy and passion for having fun out there and competing is not there and that affects the footwork mm. and she was horrible with the footwork like mm. the back she, she missed so many backhands just regular easy backhands mm. mid-court ish or just inside the baseline into the net i was mm. like the hell like 
there was just there was nothing there it's not serving well all of the things and i know she's healthy mm. I, I mean i spoke to her coach a couple of days ago and she was like you know she's happy she's healthy you know and when she's healthy she's happy and yeah. i'm like well okay great that was before her first round and mm. then as she walked on the court and i was like she don't look happy mm. she still looks miserable and that was against a girl that had never played a grand slam mm. match in her life that should have been the time for her to find her joy again you know to play against somebody that she knows she's going to beat if she plays mm. half decent anyway but she's out of the draw and mira andreva on the other hand she is with our question a future top tenner mm. there's no question can she win a slam i think so she's I 16 so. for fuck's sake yeah. i mean honestly so anyway i think she's a superstar and you know what if i'm just i want to have the passion you got a 16 year old there going i got it yeah i'm well, gonna i'm gonna take it well and for me just the most <clears> mind-blowing <throat> thing is the um the improvement yeah. in this little of a time yeah and strong and, she and, she, and she's strong yes gotta give a shout out to alex dimonor who went out there and we talked about onaldi yes. who's your guy to watch for this year mm. oh my god i was courtside for that match mm. Alex Dimonor is playing fucking well. He's like, really unlocked another level, it like, seems. It's unbelievable how well he's playing. Mm. Like, he is not missing. He is going after the ball. He yeah, looks, that's exactly yeah, it. He's, he's always been a backboard. Yes, exactly. he's going for yes, it. Yes, yes. <coughs> he's got a bit more pop on his serve. Yeah, he's backing down the line. Easier. So yeah. good. Like, oh, he looked great. I mean, 6'3", six, 6'3". Six, six, I mean, he just smoked Analdi. He did. Analdi, on the other hand... Needs my backhand volley. His backhand volley is so bad. Uh, he missed like 10 backhand volleys yesterday that was so easy. And I was like, oh, dude, you got to work on that. Change your grip, everything. Anyway. Uh, well, I have the best coaching for that because um, I didn't have a great backhand volley. Don't come to the net. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a problem. Um, Sabalenka beat the younger Fruvitova uh, mm -hmm. yesterday. Fruvitova, of course, got through qualifying. What is she, 15? Oh, no, she's 16. She's 16, Jesus, yeah. Lord. Um, anyway, Sabalenka just smoked her. She's looking great. Uh, getting through the great. draw easily. Hadaj Maya won her match against Corniva. Another young player who, mm -hmm. of course, won the Australian Open juniors last year, mm -hmm. beating Mira Andreva. Yeah. So, you know, they're still they're all getting through the draws and stuff, but Hadaj Maya was way too good. And can we talk about Novak Djokovic? Oh, my God. He was, he was very fortunate last night to mm -hmm. not be down two sets to one. Mm. Now... I didn't say he was very fortunate to win because mm -hmm. I know he would have yeah. still won probably, but to not be down two sets to one because Alex Popperin had that rack, he had that set on his racket yeah. yesterday. Love forty, love um, forty, and he played the dumbest backhand down the line at fifteen forty. And Jim Courier said a great thing on co on the coverage. He said, "Why are you trying to hit? You don't have your kill shot." Mm -hmm. be the shot that's not your kill shot mm -hmm. right in other words go for that shot down the line with your forehand yeah, not with your backhand you mean like not to, <clears throat> don't redline your uh, weakness shot. basically yes. yes and that's what he did like yesterday he, mm -hmm. I, I, he obviously panicked you know and tried to go for the cheap backhand down the line i don't know why and he missed it by quite a significant i mean mm -hmm. one thing if you missed it by an inch but he missed it by a mile mm -hmm. um and then uh, i think novak is so smart and so seasoned, he probably went, oh, he's shitting himself. Mm. I've got this. And he did. He won that tiebreak 7-4. And um, you could tell that Novak, there's no question Novak's under the weather. Yeah, I mean, he looks sick, I said right? it the other day. Or, I mean, like I watched he has him, a cold or yeah, something? Yeah, I, I watched him do a press conference a couple of days ago, and I went, oh, he sounds sick. Mm. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? And I said, listen to him. So anyway, there's no question he's not 100%, which is why he's lucky not to go down two sets to one, yeah. because the physicality of coming back from that with the Aussie crowd, like getting behind Popram, and Popram can play. Mm -hmm. He doesn't give you a lot. Of, I mean, he's got a huge serve, big forehand, <clears throat> but in the end, he finds a way. 
He always finds a way under the weather or over the weather. <laughs> and um, you said something interesting to me. I came back. I had the last match of the day and I came back at 2 a.m. <laughs> and the first thing you said to me, oh, my God. Today was the first day that I thought Yannick Sinner is going to win this tournament. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still standing behind this well, on, the, uh, the, on the next morning? You know, sometimes in the middle yeah. of the night you say things you don't really mean. Or, or you say things the night before if you've had too many drinks, yeah. which I had not had. But I will say Yannick Sinner looked so good yesterday. And I know he's playing a qualifier. Okay. But he looked so good. And the freshness that he must feel mm. going into the next rounds. And then you've got Novak, who's really struggling. But Novak's done this before. I know, mm -hmm. I know. Calm down. You know, Novak I picked to win this tournament by a long shot. But then I was like, yesterday, I was like, if Alex Poprin mm -hmm. can take a set and almost two sets off of Novak, and then, you know, the five setter in the first round, and you said it, people are starting to say, maybe I can beat him. Mm. I don't know. But have, to do it over five sets is a whole different story. Yeah. But Yannick knows he can beat Novak. He mm. beat him twice in the space of three weeks last year. Mm. Yes, best of three. But still, I just think Yannick Sinner all of a sudden has just let everybody know. I, can, I, I think I could win this tournament mm. only because Novak's not looking at his best. Long way to go, I know. But Yannick looked awesome last night. Um, Coco Goff got through in uh, straight sets, but it was a battle in the first set, and Dolhide really should have won that first set. Yeah, I didn't see that. I was calling a match <clears throat> at the same time. I was calling, actually, the Siegmund and Storm Hunter match at that time, but I just saw that Coco was up 4-1 and 40-15 to go up 5-1, and then all of a sudden it was 5-all. So. And, and it really could have flipped, and yeah. Caroline had an opportunity to win that first set. But How does Coco look like to you play-wise? Scratchy. Yeah. Uh, forehand scratchy. Mm -hmm. um, serve is okay. Backhand is... As always, yeah. Second to so none. So you not uh, the U.S. series Coco Golf or not the Washington Coco Golf. Okay, um, that I saw, and not the Cincinnati so much. Mm -hmm. But the, here's the thing: it doesn't matter because mm -hmm. she's winning. And Coco yeah. has said often, you know, in the post match interviews, including with me, she said, "I don't, I know, I'm winning with my game B." Yeah. And that is huge, as yeah. you know, Petco. Like, if you're not at your best and you're still winning, that it kind of feels good that you're getting through knowing that. And the more and deeper into the tournament she goes, she's only going to get better. And her draw is pretty good. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think she's going to face these types of players and I think she's going to find a way to win. And then once she gets in the semis and finals, then we're going to see where she's really at because she will play Sabalenka if Sabalenka gets to the semifinals. Well, just uh, mm -hmm. one word on uh, the Tsitsipas Thompson because I called a possible upset there. I was wrong. I admit it. Shame on me. Shame. 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 I did too. I thought that Jordan could win that match. and He uh, kind of choked, I have to he, say. He did choke. It I felt like so. he thought too that he could win and he just... Oh, that second set, 8-6 in the tie break. But that I have to huge. say... Yes. But I have to <clears> say one thing. The second, the third set, sorry, that Steph won 6-2, he was playing so good. And when you watch him at his best, you're like, how is this guy not a consistent top three for the past five years? He is so good. The way he moves up to his forehand and yeah. takes the balls on the rise. Yes, the backhand is dodgy, okay. But when he's confident, he hits through it. He plays the slice. And he's the guy right now who plays the best at the net. He's so good at yeah, the yeah, net. Yeah, 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 he is. Yeah, he is so good. No, no, and that would be the extra. He is, but he's not, it's not part of his game. But he can do it when he needs to. We saw it against Medvedev because he knows he is not going to play 500 times back and forth. Yeah. So he has to come forward and he did it. But with Steph, it's part of his game. And that's what's so beautiful to see. And that could be, and you know how 
every player has to have a baseline, but to be a champion, you need something extra. And I feel like Steph's extra could be that net play if he just got everything else under control. But I think that net play could be the little bit of extra to win big tournaments and be a champion. When you want to come into the net <clears throat> and win matches from there, you have to be calm. Ah, yeah, you have to be calm. Yes. You have to be calm you can to, see, to yeah. see the ball and to have the finesse to hit the right volley with the hands yeah. or the knifing it. And so I think his anxiety, and he has anxiety out there. You see it. And he walks faster. He walks slower. And the dad's yelling at him. It's like, oh, my God, there's so much anxiety when I watch him play. <clears throat> if he has that, he's not going to win against the Novaks, et cetera, because they're yeah. going to make him play one more volley. Yes. Um, well, I'll and just a, a little side for uh, the Steph fans. He went back to his old serve. So in case anyone was wondering what in the him... living hell was going on, he went back to his old serve. Yeah, but I saw him bring his foot up for a second serve yesterday. Yes, me too. A few times on the second serve. But on the first serve, he was back to yeah, the old one. Yeah, but what the fuck? Anyway, <laughs> um, Avanesian, you called that match against Maria Sakri. Sakri just sucks in Grand Slams. What is happening? I will say Avanesian is a very, very dangerous player. See, she is a counter puncher. <clears throat> she takes the ball up the line so seamlessly. And Maria, and similar to Steph, honestly, because she has so much anxiety, she just couldn't see those down the lines. Like we would call them, and it's always easy from the booth, yeah. you know, there is nothing to lose. But we would see her teeing up for like, oh, she's, every time she had a short one, she would go up the line. And Maria was always caught off guard. And then another thing, game plan wise, she's not good. And I think it's not because she's not good in general. I think it's because she loses clarity when she panics. And the thing was, she was hitting the ball okay. She didn't play a terrible match, but she was hitting everything through the court. She never opened up angles. And Avanissian loves to move side on to one side. line, side yeah. to side. The moment um, Sakari managed to hit a bit of a spin where she had to move out or hit a bit of an angle where she moved in. The moment Avanissian had to leave that perfect line for her, Trouble. She got, yes, she either got an unforced error or she got a short one that she could attack. But she just hit through the court. And then, of course, it seems like your opponent is playing the best tennis of her life because you're playing right into her strength. And this lack of clarity is just something she needs to solve if she wants to play well at majors again. She's not going to have lack of, she's going to have continued lack of clarity because she loses her shit, you know, and she's like yelling at Tom, like, Tom, stop, just stop, just, I mean, I'm like, what is going on? You cannot be yelling, yelling mm -hmm. at your coach mm -hmm. on the sideline from the, from your chair. I mean, it's one thing if you're down close to him on the baseline, mm -hmm. <clears throat> like we see Rabakina sometimes yell at spray at her coach, like, okay, shut the hell up. Mm -hmm. Like that's sort of not normal, not good, but norm, like it, you mm -hmm. understand, yeah. but she's, at her chair, yelling all the way over the other side of the court, down the other end, to, to tell the coach to shut up. Mm. Like, girl, yeah, you, you either got to get a new coach in uh, and a whole new coaching team, because I can tell you right now, if I was coaching her, I'd get the fuck up and walk out. Because mm. I'm like, I, I'm sorry. These are the things that I'm telling you you need to get better at. I think she needs to slice her backhand a lot more. I think she can do it, but she has to improve it. Because when you go slice down the line, there's so many ways that she can actually improve and use her athleticism. Talk about coming into the net. She should be coming into the net a little bit more, using her speed, using her athletic ability. So a lot of girls don't like to come into the net too because, well, first of all, they can't volley. But also they don't want to get lobbed. Mm. You know, a lot of girls don't move well back for a lob. She can move. Mm. So, you know, there's so many little nuances and make the clarity clear to her on the mm. court how to play a match. And if you can't then 
tell her, for example, watch the balls down the line mm. in a clarity way and in a calm way and a non-toxic way, it's never going to change. Well, and you have the opportunity to yeah. do that now. You could have her come over and be like, listen, you're playing great. When she has an easy ball, just cover the line, okay? And then you go, okay, you take it in and then you go play. But when she's so hectic and telling you to shut the fuck up, it's never going to work. Yeah. Um, well, I will say for her that she, um, as I mentioned before, she didn't play terrible. Her shots were okay. Like she was, she didn't really get through with the serve, but that again is the same thing. Yeah. In the end, she did it better. She started slurving that, that slice wide a bit yeah, more, yeah. but she was hitting the ball really well, like strong and hard and serving 180 Ks an hour. But as I said, the girl stands far behind, so it was all into her strength. And that's what I mean. Serena is now a bad example because she's the best of all time on the women's mm. side that we had. But um, I think these... Maybe Coco is a good example, right? She's good in adapting. She's yeah, good in she like, does. ah, I'm not playing. This is not working. Let's try something else. Let's try and play Maria the ball high. And Maria just sticks with her thing. And then I think to her, it felt yesterday like the other girl was playing the match of her life. And to a certain extent, she was. But Maria didn't see that she had a lot of tools in her bag because she was not hitting the ball. You know, sometimes you see somebody's not feeling the ball. Yeah. And then there's not, you can do, nothing yeah. you can yeah. do. You can maybe run and put the ball in and hope the other one sacri you know, sacrifices herself. That's what you can do. But she was feeling the ball well. You could see that she was yeah. feeling good about her tennis. <clears throat> it was just that she felt like she couldn't hit through the girl and she had no other she way to beat her. She made so many unforced errors on basic shots, though, right. towards the but end it when was the girl always, was starting yes. to shit herself. Right, but it was always like the 12th shot, right? It's not like she was served. It? She missed a couple of in returns the end, of in the, That was terrible. Come that on, was terrible. the girl's serving and she's like missing the return. I'm like, at 30 all to break back. Like, well, that's shit. That, that is happen. bad. And also, that's what we kept saying that in the booth, the girl, like, she has a great game, but the one weakness in her game is her serve. She was serving 140 Ks yeah, an hour. come on. First serve. Yeah. That is 75 miles an As hour. As a professional tennis player. Yes. And, and Maria just, and this just comes to tell you like how stuck <clears throat> in her way she gets because Maria almost up until the end returned on her same normal return position that she has when she plays a Rybakina that yeah. serves 100 200 miles, miles yeah. an hour, yeah. you know? <clears throat> and so... You have to make adjustments. The other, just because it's a first serve doesn't mean it's good. She's just, it's a, Nick Lester, who I called the match with, said it's just a point starter. That was such a great yeah. phrase because that's what it is. Yeah. The girl wants to run, get into the long rally, and then take your pace and move it up the line. That's her game. That's her whole thing. And Maria gave her exactly that over and over and over again. Yeah, well, if you can't think clearly, I mean, my, you know my rule, my three C's. Composure, okay, if you have composure... You can have clarity, mm -hmm. and when you have clarity, then you have to have commitment. The three C's. That's the bottom line, and she doesn't have the three C's, and that's going to cost her going forward. And now, Renee, can you take the mm. Ben Shelton one by your own? Because I have to get ready. I have to go. Oh, come on. Ben Shelton looked uh, a little <laughs> bit up and down. You can do this. I want to talk about Tim of Fever. Oh, that okay. was a this, great yeah. upset over Wozniacki. Wozniacki mm. was upset and too love. But Tim Fever was in the match. Yes. She just didn't know it because yes. she's so young yeah. and inexperienced. She was losing her mind at her coach. She was telling him this and that, back chatting in the first set. And I was like, this every girl game is in was almost every game. Yeah, exactly. And she's bitching and complaining only because she's young and inexperienced. And then you could see her maybe at two love just go, oh, fuck it. Yeah. Just stop complaining. And she managed to get back into the match. And in the third set, she was by far the better player. Yeah. She out hit 
uh, Wozniacki. She was as patient as Wozniacki. Mm-hmm. She, she was incredible. Oh, my God. She was serving well. Mm-hmm. Like, this kid came to play in the end, and at 20 years of age, to beat Wozniacki the way she did coming back and getting through qualifying now. This is five matches that yeah. she's played. She's a good player. She's she, a very good player. She reminds me a little bit of... Um, Putin Seva. She's the same like I Putin mean, literally Seva. same a body type. More on it on the forehand side because yeah. Putin Seva <clears throat> likes to yeah. kind of spin it. Uh, but I called her match against Cornet, her first round match. I called that, and somebody said to me, "Oh man, there are so many young kids who are now in the second round. I don't even know them." And I was like, "This Tim of Seva, she can play. And She's really good." The one thing that every person that I spoke to talked to about her because I was doing the match, I wanted to know a little bit more about her. They're like, "Oh, she's a fighter." Yeah. Hello. That's yes. what we saw. Rock, locker room reputation yes. follows you everywhere. And hers is she's a fighter and she showed it yesterday. Yeah. Ben Shelton looked awesome. Alicia Parks. Oh, yes. Uh, upset over Layla Fernandez. That is a great Alicia result. now will play Coco Goff, the two young Americans. And going interesting. At it. Alicia Parks and Coco Goff have the two fastest serve in the tournament as of now. Surprise on the me. Side. I can tell you, Alicia Parks was one of Serena's hitting partners before the US Open in her last US Open. And she was fucking clocking the serve so mm. big i looked at serena. serena's like where the hell is this girl from she was <laughs> serving harder than serena where is she from she's from florida i okay. think i believe um but anyway what do they grow there that you can surf like this i used i should have grown up in i know florida. you should have uh alex i mean uh rublev looked great against eubanks mm. um and he's looking great taylor fritz looked great yesterday and Te- francis oh. tiafa of all the americans is out to mashak is that how you say he, it mashak i think mashak and I you mean, know, Francis funny, Machak is, so is a, a man cat in Serbian. I don't know if it's the same in Czech, but there would be. He's really a man fun. cat. He's well, a man cat. A male was, cat. He was not a. You know what? Yesterday he played way too. He good. was a he male cat. So he was not good. a small cat. He was a man. He cat. He was a man cat. Um, uh, but uh, he looked terrible. I will just say one. Lost. I will say one thing before I really have to get ready. Similar to Anjabur doesn't look as joyous on court anymore. Mm. doesn't look like he's enjoying playing the game anymore. And I don't know what it is. Do you know? Maybe not winning anymore. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what's going on but in his life. But do you see life. it the yes, same I that do. he, he doesn't just... look as happy to be on court? Well, you know how entertaining is and how charismatic? Yeah. I feel like some of the charisma has well, gone. Be... Not like all of it. You still love to watch him and you still see him in the hallway laughing. But it just seems like something is burdening him a little bit it's more. It's called expect. Mm. That's what I think it is. Um, but anyway, Taylor looked great. And I just want to throw out a Marta Kostchuk played an unreal match yesterday. Won 10-6 in the third set tiebreak against Mertens. That was great to see. Um, and Caroline Garcia just proved once again why she can't be a top 10 player for more than two months. Plays the match of her life against Naomi Osaka. Serves out of her fucking mind like she's Serena Williams. Goes out and loses to Freck from Poland, who is a decent player. She's a decent player. But she really? Too, yeah, she too is a counterpuncher, so she uses the pace of Garcia, but she got broken so many times, and girlfriend was serving 20 aces against Naomi or South 14 or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, and, and Naomi sets. is not a bad returner. Yeah. I mean, crazy. Paula Bedosa looked great. She very smoked Pavlichenkova. Mm. Um, two and three. It's nice to see Paula back. Yeah, I mean, good. and that's a great win. Seb Korda again, and Amanda Anisimova. Yeah. I just want to throw that name out there because no one is talking about her. Look, she needs to get fitter. Mm-hmm. I think she'd be the first to say that. Mm. She needs more matches. But fuck me, I tell you, <laughs> is there a girl that hits the ball more pure? I know, I mean... It's unreal. I played, I'm just going to tell the story, and then I really have to go, as I've been saying this entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I lost the worst set I ever lost to somebody where I really thought I was playing okay and had no chance was against, against Amanda and Nishimova in Bad Homburg on grass, which is her best surface, arguably. And I was playing really well, I thought. And I lost 6-1. And the one game, I was lucky. Lucky <laughs> to hold serve. And the winners were just zinging past me like, roop, roop. And I was almost crying. I never cried during matches. I cry after matches all the time. But I never cried. I was almost crying because I didn't know what to do. Uh, needless to say, a year later, I retired. Because <laughs> I was like, this new breed of players, this is not and, for me. And did you, are you the one that put her into semi-retirement for six months? But I think it's great what she did. She went away from the game because she wasn't happy, like Anshibur probably needs to do. And she found her joy again. I mean, uh, before you go, before she served out the match the other day, she started smiling because the crowd oh, were going crazy nice. and she was just like oh this feels great and, and i talked really to her about it and that she was just like started just... laughing and she then she said oh go, girl get it together like what if you lose this point and lose <laughs> the match you know but to see the joy on her face when she went to serve for the match the other day not the second round was the first round was against samsonova it was unbelievable and it was so nice you yeah. know to see a young kid who's kind of gone through a little bit up and down lost her father yeah. we don't talk about that enough yeah. and how much that would have affected her to come back out now and be playing the tennis she is i'm so happy that she's back because she to me i said years ago when she was doing well she can win a grand slam mm. there's no doubt about it Absolutely. anyway all right guys that's a wrap up i know there's a lot more matches hachinov one etcheverry one krajikova one it's all looking good. We cannot wait for today's play because Iga Shiontek is back on the court today against, oh, just Danielle Collins. She has the tough draw, I mean, man. God damn, she has some unbelievably tough draws uh, over the last couple of years. But anyway, there's so much more on the cards. We'll see what happens. Thanks for joining us today. Hey. And see you tomorrow. Uh, how do you say that? Uh, listen to you tomorrow. Peace, Morgan. Peace, Morgan. Cheers. Cheers. Bye, guys. Thanks again. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.